Welcome to Zichru Davsi Mani Member by Avram Goldhar and today Masechus Nadarim Daf Lamed Ches. The fourth parak in Ben Hamunar. So the three types we're going to focus on them. When Rabbi Yosi Bar Rabbi Chanina said, "Well, Nitan Torah Elo Moshe Lazaro," the Torah was given only to Moshe and his descendants, as it says, "Ksavacha Psalacha." Write yourself, carve yourself, which teaches Mapsulasan Shalcha of Ksavan Shalcha. Just as the pieces cut out by the carving of the luchos are yours, as Gemara taught earlier, so to the writing is yours, meaning the Torah. Moshe Nahagba Tobazain and the son of Israel. Moshe acted with generosity and gave it to the Jewish people, and about him the Pasik says, Tov Ain Hu Yavarach, he with the Gadai will be blessed. The more challenges this statement from Tupsukim, which indicate that Kashbarakh commanded him to teach Torah, and the Gemara answers that they can be interpreted that he was commanded himself to learn it, and he independently decided to teach it. When the Gemara poses another challenge and refutes the answer offered, it concludes, El Pipulba rather just Pilpul, the methodology to derive keen insights from the Torah, was given originally to Moshe alone, and he generously shared this methodology with all of Kal Yisrael. Pointing to Rabbi Yochanan taught, Enukash Baruch Hu Mashra Shechina So Ela, Al Gibor Ba'ashir Ba'chachim Ba'anav. Akash Baruch Hu only rests his Shechina on one who is mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble. Bakulam Moshe and all of them are learned from Moshe. The Gemara proceeds to demonstrate that Moshe had all these qualities. He was a gibor. Moshe possessed the strength to hurl and shatter the luchos, despite their great size. The Gemara describes their dimensions as six tvachim wide, six tvachim long, and three tvachim deep. Ashur, as it says, psalacha, psulasen carve yourself, meaning that the pieces of sapphire cut out by the carving shall be yours to keep, providing them with great wealth. Chachem, as Rav and Shmuel taught, 50 gates of insight were created, and all but one was granted to Moshe. The run says that this one refers to true knowledge of Kishbarku. And Anav, as it says, Vaish Moshe Anamaod, and the man Moshe was exceedingly humble. And point number three, Rav Huna was quoted as teaching, one who is Mudrahana from his friend, he can marry off his daughter to him. Rabbi Zerah wondered which party is the Mudrahana in Rav Huna's statement. If it's the prospective groom who cannot benefit from the bride's father, why would it be permitted? He's providing with, so to speak, a maidservant to serve him, which should certainly be a forbidden benefit. Rather, the father is mudrahana from the groom, and Rav is teaching that the groom's becoming obligated in his wife's support, which relieves her father from his own obligations, is nonetheless permitted. To this, Rabbi Zer objected that Armish had taught a greater novelty. He may give food to the Mudrahana's wife and children, even though he's obligated in their sustenance. Our mission teaches that he may feed the children of a Mudrahana even while they reside at home and the father is hired for their support because the money given to them is not viewed as a direct benefit to the father. Why would we need Rapunit to teach that he may relieve the father of that obligation? The more answers that the groom is the Mudrahana, but we're speaking of an adult woman whose consent is required for her marriage. Therefore, the father himself is not considered to be providing any benefit to the groom since his consent is not required. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi Yossi Bar said, The Torah was given only to Moshe and his descendants. As it says, Ksavacha Psalacha. Write yourself, carve yourself, which teaches Just as the pieces cut up by the carving of the luchos are yours, as the Gemara taught earlier, so to the writing is yours, meaning the Torah. Moshe Nahagba Tobazayin and the son of Yisrael. Moshe acted with generosity and gave it to the Jewish people, and about him the Pasik says, Tov Ain Hu Yavarach, he with the Gadai will be blessed. The more challenges this statement from Tupsukim, which indicate that Kashbarakul commanded him to teach Torah, and the Gemara answers that they can be interpreted that he was commanded himself to learn it, and he independently decided to teach it. 
When the Gemara poses another challenge and refutes the answer offered, it concludes, El ba'alma, rather just pilpul, the methodology to derive keen insights from the Torah, was given originally to Moshe alone, and he generously shared this methodology with all of Kal Yisrael. Pointing to Rabbi Yochanan taught, Enu Kodesh Baruch Hu Mashra Shechina So Ela Al Gibor Ba'ashir Ba'chokhim Ba'anav. Al Baruch only rests the Shechina on one who is mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble. But Kulam Moshe and all of them are learned from Moshe. The Gemara proceeds to demonstrate that Moshe had all these qualities. He was a Gibor. Moshe possessed the strength to hurl and shatter the Luchos, despite their great size. The Gemara describes their dimensions as six Tvachim wide, six Tvachim long, and three Tvachim deep. Ashur, as it says, Psalocha, Psulasen carve yourself, meaning that the pieces of sapphire cut out by the carving shall be yours to keep, providing them with great wealth. Chachem, as Rav and Shmuel taught, 50 gates of insight were created, and all but one was granted to Moshe. The run says that this one refers to true knowledge of Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Anav, as it says, Va'ish Moshe Anav Ma'od, and the man Moshe was exceedingly humble. And pointing with you, Rav Huna was quoted as teaching, Hamudra Hanamechavero, Mutulahasi Lobito, one who is Mudra Hanav from his friend, he can marry off his daughter to him. Rabbi Zerah wondered which party is the Mudra Hanav in Rav Huna's statement. If it's the prospective groom who cannot benefit from the bride's father, why would it be permitted? He's providing with, so to speak, a maidservant to serve him, which should certainly be a forbidden benefit. Rather, the father is mudrahana from the groom, and Rav is teaching that the groom's becoming obligated in his wife's support, which relieves her father from his own obligations, is nonetheless permitted. To this, Rabbi Zerah objected that Armish had taught a greater novelty. Zanis ishto son. He may give food to the Mudrahana's wife and children, even though he's obligated in their sustenance. Armish teaches that he may feed the children of a Mudrahana even while they reside at home and the father is hired for their support because the money given to them is not viewed as a direct benefit to the father. Why would we need Rapuna to teach that he may relieve the father of that obligation? More answers that the groom is the mudrahana, but we're speaking of an adult woman whose consent is required for her marriage. Therefore, the father himself is not considered to be providing any benefit to the groom since his consent is not required. All right, so now we go to our simmer daf and our standard simon relates to a davrolach, a liquid, and we use chicken soup for the simon. Chicken soup. So here goes. The generous Rosh Hashiva, who served as many Talmudim Dosh's chicken soup after teaching them how to do pill pull and darshan out Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities, dished out another bowl for the new chassan who is Mudahana from him, who is Bulgaria's daughter, just consented to marry. Once again, slow motion. The generous Rosh Hashiva, who served as many Talmudim delicious chicken soup, chicken soup, that must be on Daf Lamedches, chicken soup. The generous Rosh Hashiva, who served as many Talmidim, delicious chicken soup, after teaching them how to do pilpul, which reminds us the methodology of pilpul was given originally to Moshe Rabbeinu alone and his descendants, and he generously shared this methodology with all of Kal Yisrael. So the generous Rosh Hashiva, who served as many Talmidim, delicious chicken soup, after teaching them how to do pilpul, and darshan out Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan taught Enikash Baruch Hu Masha Shechinaso, who only rests the Shechina on one who is mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble. But Kun, Mamosha, and all of them are learned from Moshe Rabbeinu. So, the generous Rosh Hashiva who served as many Talmudim delicious chicken soup after teaching them how to do pilpul and darshan out Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities, dished out another bowl for the new chassan, who was Mudahana from him, who was Bulgaria's daughter, just consented to marry, which reminds us, a chassan who is mudrahana from his friend can still marry his daughter when she's a Bulgaris since he only needs her consent and not the consent of her father. So once again, 
The generous Rosh Hashiba served as many Talmudian delicious chicken soup after teaching them how to do pilpul and darshan out Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities, dished out another bowl from the new chassan who was Mudah Hanah from him, who was Bulgaria's daughter, just consented to marry. All right, now it's time for a four-blah-bah chazar. so the simmer Daf is a ladder. So here goes. The man who ran up the ladder ladder, that must be more Daf the man ran up the ladder to avoid his neighbor from whom he was Mudur Hanah, and who was chasing him to return his lost item, which reminds us, the more challenges the opinion which held that the mission is only speaking of where the returner is Mudur Hanah from the owner. For the mission states that in a place where people receive payment for returning lost items, Tipo Hanala Hektish, the payment falls to Hektish, if the returner refuses payment. If the mission is only speaking of where the returner is Mudur Hanah, why does the payment have to go to Hektish instead of the owner keeping it? The more remains with the question. So the man who ran up the ladder to avoid his neighbor from whom he was Mudahana and who was chasing him to return his lost item was overcome with emotion when he saw a man be Maktish all in his Daladamos and make sure not to be Ma'al, which reminds Rabbah said, Heisel a fun of Kikr shall hefker, for an ownerless loaf was in front of him. And he said, Kikr is hektish, this loaf should be hektish. The hektish takes effect. The one explains that the loaf was within his Daladamos enabling him to acquire for himself but since he declared it a hektish, he indicated he did not want to use the Daladamos to acquire it for himself, but for hektish. If he took it to eat it, he violated Meila according to its full value. But if he took it to bequeath it to his sons, he violated Meila only according to the benefit of pleasure derived from his children's gratitude to him. So the man who ran up the ladder to avoid his neighbor from whom he was Mudur Hanah, and who was chasing him to return his lost item, was overcome with emotion when he saw a man be Makti Shalov in his Daladamos and make sure not to be Ma. So he yelled down to his neighbor that, That loaf that I made usher to you, I'm now giving you as a gift. Which reminds us, Rav Chiyabarabin asked Rav, if one said, Kikar Alech, my loaf is forbidden to you, and he gave it to his friend as a gift, what's the halacha? He explained that his query was that if the implication of my loaf meant to prohibit it only while it belonged to him, but once he gave it to his friend, it would not be included in his netter, or did he prohibit the loaf to him completely? Rava answered that he certainly intended it to remain forbidden even after gifting it, because otherwise, what purpose did he forbid the loaf to his friend? Rav Chiyabarabin responded that perhaps his intent was only to exclude if he invited his friend to eat the loaf with him, that he may not do so, but he did not necessarily intend to prohibit the loaf after gifting it to his friend. So the simmer Daflamid Hay is a children's choir singing La La La. So here goes. When the Nadarin Boys Choir, Boys Choir, that must be more Daf Lamid Hay, La La La. When the Nadarin Boys Choir finished their heartfelt rendition of Yesh Me'il Bakonamos, which reminds us of Rav's question to Rav Nachman, Yesh Me'il Bakonamos, or Lo, is there Me'il for items forbidden by Konam or not? The Ron explains the question that if one declares that something is Konam, is it like a carbon that one who uses it violates Me'ila and is chive in the requisite carbon in payment? So when the Nadarin Boys Choir finished their heartfelt rendition of Yesh Me'ila Bakonamos, the proud choir master mistakenly did Me'ila by treating to a kikar that was made us to him and given to him as a present, which reminds us of Rav Al-Khabreda Rav Avia's question to Rav Ashi. If one said kikari alecha unasanalu b'matana, mi ma'al, my loaf is forbidden to you, and he then gave it to him as a gift, who has violated Me'ila? If you'll say that the giver commits Me'il by giving it, but it's not forbidden to him, the loaf is fully permitted to him for all benefits. If you'll say that the recipient commits Me'il by accepting it, but he can say, Heter be'isi, Isura will be easy. I wanted permitted loaves, not forbidden ones. The Ron explains that the recipient can claim that he would not have accepted the loaf had he known it was prohibited, and it's therefore an acquisition made in error and should be void. 
So when the Nadarin Boys Choir finished their heartfelt rendition of Yesh Me'ila Bakonamos, the proud choir master mistakenly did Me'ila by treating them to a kikar that was made asu to him and given to him as a present. So Akon gave him his card offering to be a shaliach and bring his carbon. Which reminds us, the more asked, Hani kahani danhavu or These kohanim, are they our agents in their capacity of sacrificing our karbanas or shluchim of shemayim? The more explains that the nafkamina is if a kohan may sacrifice a carbon for someone whose mudra had not from him. If he would be considered an agent of the owner of the carbon, he would not be allowed to sacrifice the carbon for him. The Gemara suggested a proof from our mission which stated, One may sacrifice bird offerings of Zavin for a mudar hana as well as other similar atonement carbonas. We see then the Kohanim are agents of Shemaim, for otherwise he would not be allowed to sacrifice for the owner. This answer is rejected because carbonas brought from a Chusri Kapara do not require the consent of the owner to be brought. Vav. So the Simr Dafalamid Vav is a Lulav. So here goes. The Lulav merchant, Lulav, that must mean Lamid Vav. The Lulav merchant, who promised a free Lulav to anyone who consented to joining us Pesach, aside from us kids who don't need to consent, which reminds us, Rabbi Zer explained that one cannot derive from the fact that one can register his children on the carbon Pesach without their consent, that he can register a friend on his Pesach without his consent, for Selaves Abos love Derisa, the law of a land for each father's house, is not Derisa for minors, since they can partake of the Pesach without registration. There is no basis to permit the registration of an adult without his consent. So, the Lulav merchant, who promised a free Lulav to anyone who consented to joining us Pesach, aside from his kids who don't need to consent, was surprised by the man who took truma from his own produce to permit a friend's tava. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Hator Mishalot Ashal Chavera, one who separates truma from his own produce, on his friend's tava produce, permitted. Sark Daito Olo, does he need his friend's consent or not? Do we assume the owner would want his produce permitted without his having to use his own produce and his consent would not be required? Or might he prefer to do the mitzvah himself even at the cost of using his produce for truma? So the Lulav merchant who promised a free Lulav to anyone who consented to joining his Pesach, aside from his kids who don't need to consent, was surprised by the man who took truma from his own produce to permit a friend's tevel. And then tell the merchant that if he gave him a free wolf, he'd give the truma to his co grandson. Which reminds us of Rabbi Yirmi's question to Rabbi Zera. If one separated truma from his own produce to permit his friend's table produce, Tobas Hanash shall meet. To whom does the benefit of pleasure belong? Meaning, which of the two determines to which Cohen to give the truma? Daf Ramad Zayin. So the symbol Daf Ramad Zayin is laser tag. So here goes. The fun Rebbe used a laser tag on laser tag. That must be more Daf Ramad Zayin. The fun Rebbe who used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free, which reminds us, the Gemara quotes the source for acquiring teaching Torah for free. Moshe Rabbeinu said, See, I have taught you laws and statutes like Hashem commanded me. We expound this to teach, Just as I, Moshe, taught you for free, so too you should teach others for free. So, the fun Rebbe who used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free did charge parents a small fee for supervision when teaching their children Mikra, which reminds us. The Gemara wonders what the difference is between Midrash and Mikra, for just as Midrash must be taught for free based on the Pasuk, we should say the same for Mikra. Rav answers, Schar Shimur, the mission is discussing payment for watching, referring to minors who require supervision. Such payment is permitted to collect. Midrash, on the other hand, is usually taught to older children who do not require supervision, so payment is not permitted. Yochanan answers, Schar Pisuk Tamim, the Mishnah is discussing payment for teaching correct cantillation notes. These are not Midaraisa and are thus not included in the prohibition of collecting payment for teaching Torah.
So the fun Rebbe, he used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free, did charge parents a small fee for supervision when teaching their children Mikra, and told the fathers there was plenty of time for them to be with their children on Shabbos when no new material is taught, which reminds us. The Gemara brings a Bryce that teaches children cannot learn new Mikra on Shabbos, but they can review it for the first time. Two explanations are presented. Firstly, because their fathers would be reluctant to prevent their children from missing the new material taught, and their attending would detract from the father's Shabbos pleasure of spending time with their children. Secondly, because the children eat more than usual on Shabbos, they become lethargic, and it would be difficult for them to learn new material. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we have the question whether one can take truma from his produce to permit his friend's tevil without getting his consent? That's on Duff. Good number two. Which stuff do we have the Moshe Rabbeinu had the four qualities of being a gibor, ashir, chacham, and anav? That's on Duff. Good number three. Which stuff do we have the question whether there is me'ila with konomos or not? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which stuff did we learn that one who's mudra enough from his friend may marry his Bulgaria's daughter since she doesn't require her father's consent? That's on Duff. Good number five. Which stuff did we learn that Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi have a machokas when one can return a lost object when the returner is forbidden to receive benefit from the owner? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff did we learn that Moshe Rabbeinu shared the methodology of pill pull with Kal Yisrael, that's on Duff. Good number seven. Which Duff did we learn that just as Moshe Rabbeinu taught the Torah for free, so should we teach the Torah for free, that's on Duff. Good number eight. Which Duff did we the question, what if someone forbids his loaf to his friend and then gives it to him as a gift, that's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff do we learn that the reason one may teach Mikra for a fee is either schar shimur, supervision, or for teaching the trap? That's on Duff. Ahmed Zayn. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we have the question, who gets the tobas hana when one takes truma from his pradas to permit his friend's tevel? That's on Duff. Ahmed Vav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldenzichu wishing you a great day and great learning.